Hello everyone, warm welcome to episode 13 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. Today, we are talking about the honeymoon phase of the relationship. What is it? Why does it happen? Can it last forever? And what happens once it's over? The definition of the honeymoon phase is basically when you have just fallen in love with a person or your partner and everything is happy, wonderful, and adventurous. They can do no wrong and you love everything about them even their negative traits. There's a lot of information out there about how long this phase lasts for, but it's obviously very individual and depends on a lot of different factors. Let's first take a look at why it occurs to begin with. So there are certain aspects of the honeymoon phase that are more like biological, like dopamine rushes and oxytocin and those kinds of hormonal changes in the body. But let's put a pin in that for now and look at what's going on with our thoughts during this phase. Because as a coach, I deal with the thoughts that we have and how they affect our experience. So, you've just met your partner, perhaps you're in the early stages of your relationship, and everything is rainbows and daisies. You can easily, without any effort, put up with everything they do that might drive you crazy five years into the relationship. The reason this can happen is that in the beginning, you don't really know each other very well. You don't have a lot of history together or experiences together, and your thoughts about each other, they're very new. This means that there's plenty of space for your brain to use its imagination and make up all kinds of best-case scenarios about your future together. These best-case scenarios and the explanations for things and just your thoughts in general generate how you feel about your partner. And of course, when your partner is flawless in your mind, you feel absolutely amazing, and then you act thereafter. You're subconsciously generating so much love for this person with the thoughts you're thinking, and it's super easy to choose the most flattering and beneficial narratives in every situation. Remember the episode I made about confirmation bias? Well, this is a great example of that. We believe that our partners are 100% amazing, and that's what we collect evidence for. And of course, we dismiss any evidence to the contrary. So to boil it down to its most simple form, you're having thoughts that generate love and happiness, and it's very easy for your brain to choose those thoughts, partially assisted by hormones and partially assisted by the lack of cognitive dissonance, meaning there are not a lot of thoughts arguing with the narrative that you have chosen. And for couples where they feel like the honeymoon phase never really happened for them, or just in general when you're not really experiencing this rainbows and daisies phase in the beginning of the relationship, well, that's probably because this confirmation bias is not coming from your thoughts about your partner being amazing, it might actually come from you having thoughts about past relationships or something else where 
You're not collecting evidence for how amazing your partner is. You're more likely collecting evidence to support that they're just like everyone else, or they're doing the exact same thing your ex did, or something like that. Now the question is, if the honeymoon phase can last forever, and if we even want it to? Well, yes and no, it can and can't, since the honeymoon phase is all about the thoughts we're having about our partner that generate love and happiness and connection, and all of our thoughts are always optional, we can choose to have these thoughts for the rest of our lives. The problem, however, is that most of us aren't supervising our brains and creating this honeymoon phase on purpose. It's just a cycle we go through and let happen without being aware of what's actually going on. So as time goes on and we create experiences together and we get to know each other better, those loving, wonderful, and happy thoughts they start to be contradicted. Our loving thoughts start being challenged by a different reality than the one that we painted for ourselves in our minds. Our partner is no longer living up to the image of them that we imagined, which of course is a huge problem because it leads to cognitive dissonance. Last week, I spoke about your capacity to have and what happens when your reality exceeds what you believe to be true, when it's better than what you think is true. That often leads to self-sabotage because your brain wants reality to match what you believe and identify with. But what happens when reality doesn't live up to what we believe to be true? I think this is perhaps an even more common issue in a lot of relationships. Well, the same thing happens. Instead of the brain thinking, oh, I should probably adjust what I believe to be true so it's more aligned with my reality, it goes, I'm going to change reality so it matches what I believe to be true. Meaning, you start trying to change, control, adjust, and tweak your partner so they fit into this mold that you have created for them in your mind, probably during the honeymoon phase. And I think we all can agree that once this starts happening, the honeymoon phase is over. We now start paying attention to behaviors and habits and traits that we don't really like, and we choose to have more negative thoughts, creating negative emotions, and then the confirmation bias starts working against us as we keep collecting evidence for the fact that your partner isn't as great as you thought that they were. The biggest problem with the honeymoon phase is not the phase itself, but what happens when it's over and what we make it mean when it is. It's so easy when we're not aware of what's going on and we're not supervising our brains to give the partner credit and blame for how we feel. When we're super in love, we give the partner all the credit for that love and just gush over how amazing they are and how amazing they make us feel. But as soon as you start feeling differently, the 
other side of the coin is that we start blaming the partner for those feelings as well. In our minds, we kind of boil it down to them changing, them not being who we fell in love with, and them not making an effort anymore. When in reality, our changed emotions come from our changed thoughts about them. This can then in turn lead to spending the entire relationship trying really hard to squeeze your partner into the mold that you once created for them. And you spend the relationship cheating on your partner with the potential you have decided that they have, often completely detached from reality. Cue the grumpy girlfriend syndrome. So, what's the solution here? Do we want the rainbows and daisies honeymoon phase to last forever and just be happy and in love with everything that goes on in the relationship? I mean, we can. And honestly, I think it's up to each individual to choose what they want to think and how they want to experience their relationship. I personally don't think it's necessary or really honest to be happy about everything. But what we can learn from the honeymoon phase and the time after is the power of our thoughts. No, our partners are not and never will be perfect or exactly the way we want them to be. But it's always up to us to choose the narrative and the lens we choose to view them through. The truth is that your partner is the same person during the honeymoon phase as they are like three years later. They might look different, they might act different, they might smell different, but in the end, it's not what they say or do that generates your thoughts and feelings about them. Therefore, the change in how you feel is yours to own, for better and for worse. I know this might not sound like good news, but I really think that it is. It means that if you're not feeling madly in love with your partner right now, you do have the power to change that if you want to. And if you are feeling madly in love, you get to take credit for all of it. It's a win-win situation. A common symptom of being a grumpy girlfriend is that we tend to always choose the negative thought in any situation. We don't give our partners the benefit of the doubt and we just assume the worst time and time again. You probably know why by now, right? Confirmation bias. We spend so much time being bothered and annoyed and frustrated that all we see are the things they do that strengthen those thoughts and feelings. These thoughts and neural pathways are at the gym getting stronger and stronger every single day, and those poor neural pathways from the honeymoon phase are getting old and dusty, and honestly, they might eventually break off. This is how we go about changing our beliefs and our feelings and our habits, we stop using certain neural pathways until they are completely pruned and gotten rid of by your brain. Your brain does not keep neural pathways alive that are never being used. 
And sadly, this can work against us in our relationships if we never practice those loving, connected, and happy thoughts about our partners. If there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, and honestly, my podcast in general, it's that all these concepts about relationships, like the honeymoon phase, different stages of a relationship, the five love languages, all this stuff that some people just blindly believe to be true, yeah, they might happen from a primitive, hormonal, or past experience-based perspective. But our relationships and our lives are not at the mercy of these phases or these concepts. We are human beings with a prefrontal cortex that is able to override and grow past these phases and what our primitive brains believe to be true. If we choose to become aware of them and if we choose to take our control back, we are so much more powerful than we think and often If we go through life just following the ebb and flow of what comes naturally to us and how we think we, quote-unquote, receive love from others or give love to others and do whatever our primitive brains think we should be doing, we have no control over where we ultimately end up. I think it's time for all of us to start taking control taking responsibility, and taking our power back so that you can be in the driver's seat of your life and you get to decide how you feel about your partner, how you experience your relationship, and when it's time to leave the relationship simply because you want to, not because you're listening to some kind of primitive gut feeling, intuition kind of thing where you're not taking that control. Remember, there's no need to change what's not broken. The honeymoon phase is not a problem. It's wonderful. Enjoy it. But when you start noticing a different reality and you start thinking, feeling, and acting in a way you don't like... Well, I think it's time to gain some awareness and start making intentional decisions about what you actually want moving forth. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Next week, I have a super special guest coming on to talk about a very interesting and relevant topic. It's a bit of a dream come true for me. So if you want to make sure you catch that episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you do like it, leave a rating and review on iTunes. That really helps me out a lot. I'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.